What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Friday Show. It's Tony here with my buddy Austin. We are in Austin's car right now. This is a nice little setup. <laughs> How are you, Austin? Even though I've been with you pretty much most of the day. Doing good. How about you? I'm tired, actually. I'm mad that it's only Tuesday. <laughs> so I worked the weekend... And, you know, to me, I thought it was basically like, oh, yeah, tomorrow's Friday. But nope, it was Monday. <laughs> today's Well, okay, technically today's Friday. Shh. Shh. Don't break the idea. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't uh, what's that called? Uh, break kayfabe or whatever. Break the immersion. Mm-hmm. All right, so. Put full Ryan Reynolds on it. <laughs> Hello, my name's Quirk. I'm made of rocks. <laughs> All right, let's get right down to it. Um. No, you find this actually. It's in my phone. Ooh. I got something interesting we gotta fucking talk about. This goes perfect with the show. I'm drinking a jug of Pedialyte right now. <laughs> they didn't have the fruit punch like I like. All they had was orange. Oh, this I was gonna orange ask flavor you. is the is horrendous. I was gonna ask you why did you do? <laughs> okay, so obviously the big thing right now is what's going on in Cuba, right? Right. So this is an article that comes from ABC News. Uh, not necessarily the most trusting source, but they're all pretty much reporting the same shit. So I think the general idea is that people have marched to, well, have gone to the streets to demand freedom from Cuba, meaning they're trying to get out of their government. They want to get away from a lot of the economic shortages and COVID. Well, let's just say it. they want to get away from communism. Right. Here's where I'm stupid. I didn't actually know that they were still under a communist rule. <laughs> That's just how much I don't really pay attention. But obviously, while it is a you know an important thing right now, not a lot of people are talking about it. Can you guess why? Because retards in the media like communism. Right. So it's not a big thing. That's why I'm glad there's shows like ours where we can tell you what's going on. So a bunch of people, yeah, they're taken to the street and they're yelling stuff like freedom. Well said differently but i'm not i'm not going to pronounce it but they're shouting freedom and so on and so forth i think it's a good thing because it is time that we start crushing that shit i think the only place where communism will fully exist like later down the road even after we've gotten through people's heads is north korea the reason being is it's a lost cause the fucking kim dynasty do they run that whole thing like that's their land they've convinced convinced people they're gods so i think that maybe, maybe not now, but like a hundred years from now, we may be out of this whole communist control from other countries. And at some point there's going to be some form of like capitalist or something along those lines. And then North Korea will probably be the last place that still has communism. I don't know if North Korea will still be a country in a hundred years, to be completely honest. <laughs> Sorry. I imagine somebody's going to get real pissed off and just invade Eventually, yeah. Like that or... As I've said, I think we should just open the sun on them like we have some other people. <laughs> Here comes the sun. Do-do-do-do. Well, I don't understand why we're not. That's the thing. Because they've got a bunch of missiles and they have nuclear warheads. So we nuke them. They launch a nuclear strike on mm. Seoul, Seoul, South Korea, and like Japan. And that's the... That's right, gonna... then we're in trouble. Yeah. God, I'm annoying the breeze. Sorry. <laughs> no, like... That's what we should do. That's not going to happen. But the question here is to... uh, Didn't Trump end the whole war between North and South? Or he brought them to peace or something like that? No, the war... The Korean War is still going. The the Korean War has never stopped since it started. So, yeah, North and South Korea still absolutely hate each other. Right. Okay, now I remember. He didn't really come to conclusions with Kim on anything. Yeah, exactly. It was a bunch of they, bunch of legitimate he went over there and he straight legitimate a horrible uh, murdering tyrant and got nothing out of it. Congratulations. Yeah, he was just like, "You know what? Fuck it. It's not going to work." Well, I was optimistic about it. I was like, "Okay, it could work." I don't know why presidents go meet with horrible dictators. Well, Without the, the promise of getting something. Because it legitimizes them nationally. And then they can go to other countries. Well, the United States met with me, so that means you should meet with me. Yeah, it gives them that publicity. Speaking of which, actually, I was watching a show on Netflix that I was really excited to tell you about. It's called How to Be a Tyrant. Have you seen this shit yet? I have not. Okay, so, dude, you have to watch it because it's not really a documentary. It's done in documentary form, 
but it's narrated by Peter Dinklage. You know who that is? Yes. Right. He's the short guy that's in everything. <laughs> that's the best way to describe him. If you see a midget, it's probably... <laughs> it's him. probably Peter Dinklage. But, like, no, he narrates this shit, like, perfectly, dude. And it's literally done in a format of a cookbook, meaning, like, step one, invade, or, you know, step two, indoctrinate, step three, like... It literally is about how you become a tyrant. That's is how it, they present. Is it how to become a tyrant? Yes, how to become a tyrant. Sorry. But it's six episodes, and they've got one on, you know, different people. I think they're doing more, but there's one in particular I loved. It was Joseph Stalin. And in that one, he talks about how Joseph Stalin did what we're seeing now, which is they control the media, and they throw out propaganda, making you hate your neighbor. Right. And that's kind of what's going on now, which people don't seem to understand. That's and it's everywhere in news too. I'm not I'm not trying to just point fingers at one person, but what they were saying in it. Not only is it a good show, by the way, what they were saying in it is this is what happens when people kind of fall to their knees to somebody who comes to you as the savior. And it also kind of freaked me out because there's some uh, homage to Trump in there. Like what I mean is they're like, oh yeah, the perfect dictator is the guy that says the things that people want to say. Right. Says what's on people's mind, makes people feel like they can be normal people. And I was like, oh, that's a little freaking frightening because I don't think anyone really thought about that except for leftists, of course. But I still ain't siding with them. <laughs> now you got to check that fucking show out though, dude. It's so yeah, cool. I, I just I just added it to my list. Well, the reason I like it too is because there is some storyboard format. Like they do little like cartoons, especially with the one with Hitler. So there's like little animated shorts where they're showing kind of like, this is what happened when and blah, blah, blah. Well, the, the one with Hitler especially, he's talking about how Hitler was in the army and had an epiphany where he's like, oh, dude, I can easily control people if I make them think they can trust me. And that's basically what he does. He goes in to infiltrate an extreme right group or whatever and then ends up just getting on everyone's good side. And then eventually he's got the power to tell people totally hate Jews, basically. Right. And what I love, too, is there's a scholar in there who's like, you may sit there and say, oh, I would never fall for something like that. And he's like, I promise you, you would. And here's why. And they're talking about how, like, kind of how seductive it is. Yeah, and how, remember remember that people in Germany at the time were being sold that, hey, the reason why your life is horrible. is because of the Jews. The yeah. reason why you have no money. And you know you don't have any money. Is the, yeah. And and it's just innately human nature to try to find someone to, to blame. blame. Yeah. And if someone who who came out and has shown Hitler didn't come into power and immediately start shoving no. Jews into concentration camps. It took him a while. He came in. He lowered inflation. He lowered yep. taxes. He increased the economy. He built up um, Germany's military. Made people proud to be Germans again. Mm-hmm. And it was then that he said, "Hey, how I did this." was by alienating Jewish people. And so people started alienating Jewish people. And he goes, oh, and by the way, all of Germany's problems are probably... These problems were the reasons for... our Jewish reasons. Maybe getting rid of the Jewish period will solve all of our problems. Right, and by then people were fully and sold at, on And him. at that point, you're saying like, oh, he did that for these three things and it worked. Maybe it'll work for everything else. Well, yeah, exactly. When they get... When you have someone that makes you feel like they're talking to you, like you can relate to them... It totally makes sense. That's what Stalin did, too, for a bunch of different things. So, like, what's interesting is, in that same show, uh, Hitler points out to the, excuse me, points out to them that, A, like you said, the money situation, the other one being, you know what would make all this division go away? Is if we got rid of the problem. Right. And that's your neighbor and blah, blah, blah. Well, it got me thinking, that's kind of similar to what you see now on both sides. Not just left, but because the left, Democratic left, whatever you want to call it, they do it a lot in the media. Who is the problem? Deplorables. Right. And they actually talk about that, by the way, too. They, When Peter Dinklage is narrating it, he's like, how do they brainwash you so easily? Well, they pump in the propaganda machine on who exactly you are afraid of and who you should be against. Liberals, deplorables, blah, blah, blah. It throws right. in every example, which is what you see today, because on their side, it's conservatives are evil. Right. What we hear on the opposite side, if you're not smart enough to look at it twice, is Democrats are evil. Right. Which, that's why I'm saying we should take a step back, because both sides are guilty of doing it. It's easy to blame someone. We want somebody to blame. But 
one side has control no, one side of, has the, in, control, of yeah. the entire media establishment. Oh, 100%. As well as the educational establishment. And our movies, too. And just... our movies and media. Right. Like and so music, that's all why that it's so important. It's like Tucker Carlson being mentally retarded and screaming like he's called. I forgot you know like Tucker Carlson <laughs> being re- mentally retarded and screaming like an, a young autistic child. <laughs> Um, isn't as dangerous because everybody Tucker Carlson tells people that he's biased but um, someone like Trevor Noah or someone like oh what's his name Cuomo they claim to be bipartisan and then do the same thing that Republican commentators are when you look at Sean Hannity you know Sean Hannity's a Republican you know Sean Hannity's going to talk and offer you opinions (laughs) But when you listen to, um, oh, um, Anderson Cooper, yeah, Anderson Cooper tries to pretend like he's not biased, but he is biased, and that's what's the most dangerous part about it. Is we're honest about it; they're yeah. not. They lie about it. No, one hundred percent. Like, like we'll never tell you that we're not biased. We're biased, and. Most of the things we tell you are our opinions. Right. But we tell you when we're spe- when we're talking about provable, concrete facts. Yeah, it comes from a place of facts, ultimately, because one side will argue based off of emotion. Well, right now, I think both sides are doing it, but one side, it comes from a place of facts, but we're in that day and age where you can't mention facts, because as we've seen with examples that have presented been presented to us... You can't talk about basic biology because <laughs> then you get in trouble. Yeah, because you're like, yo, you got a penis? They're like, yep, and you're a dude. No, I'm not. Uh-huh, and then they start throwing a fit. I'm a girl. Yeah. But, oh, I, oh God. That oh, zero. Dr. Pepper. <laughs> oh, it's raining. <laughs> oh, shit. We're, we're, oh, God. It's raining facts. But, uh, <laughs> when I was Raining watching, liberal tears. Oh, fuck, man. I got in trouble, actually. I worked the other day for having a liberal tears. Um, what would you call it? A tumbler? Tumbler, yeah. I got in trouble for it. Not necessarily because of that, but I knew what it was. I was asked to use the cups that they provide. <laughs> we, we know why. I mean, well, why else? Because if it was a Star Wars one, he probably wouldn't have cared. <laughs> right. I'm talking about the douche I work for. <laughs> not going to name names, but it pissed me off. And I was like, man, I'm losing so much fucking freedom. <laughs> But now that we're on this subject, I wanted to tell you a really messed up story. I um, I was talking to somebody that grew up, like, during the Soviet Union, like, right before the collapse in the 90s. And so I was like, you know, what was that like? And obviously they gave me the same story as anyone I've heard that's ever grew up in a socialist. Right. It was horrible. But even he was telling me, like, you want to know how crazy this is? People there actually believed that the guy was doing good. Anytime somebody was in power like that, they were yes, so good at convincing is, their own people. Stalin is still yeah, considered pretty yeah. popular in um, the Soviet Union. And um, this Saturday at 4 o'clock on 1360 KHNC, right. um, the Red Rift is going to have someone who lived in Poland oh, during shit. the Soviet Union. And Dude, i got to listen to that one. Two of my um, cohorts are going to be interviewing her. Right. If you can't listen, then go to the Red Rift um, Facebook page or Wi-Fi1776.com and listen to that. But it's important that people listen to that because she tells you the stories of how horrendous yeah. and dangerous and what little freedoms they had. And it's a... And, and what drives me nuts is there are people in Iran who are um, protesting that they need freedom. And so they're flying the American flag. Yeah. We have people in Cuba right now doing the same who thing. Who are protesting that need freedom. They're flying the American flag. People in Hong Kong who are um, protesting for freedom, waving the American flag. But we have a bunch of, excuse my French, pussies in America who've lived their whole life living in relative comfort. Well, privilege in a lot. And I'm not one to say that word because I think it's bullshit. But it really is a privilege. They, if you live in America, you're privileged. That is my opinion. And these people stomp on the flag or burn the flag or disrespect right. it. As far as I'm concerned, 
those people who are raving the flag at these protests are better Americans oh, yeah. than some douchebag... Lives in his fucking grandma's basement. And... <laughs> it's easy to be a socialist or to hate America when you live in America. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. You can't do that in those countries because this is something that got brought up to me when I was... Um, so the whole North Korea thing, yeah, they talk about it in that show, but where... I originally heard a story about North Korea with the communism was, and I, I really think you should check this out. I know you don't like wrestling, but I think you'd like this. So there's a show called Dark Side of the Ring where they talk about real life incidents that have happened to wrestlers with death and drug addiction. This one is not about that at all. It's about collision in Korea. So for those that don't know, I remember this actually as a kid. WCW, which used to be a wrestling fable, they got with um, the president of New Japan Pro Wrestling. And they wanted to go to North Korea to put on a show. Yeah. Sounds like a bad idea. Oh, dude, the whole episode is about their experience, about how they were locked in a hotel, how Ric Flair in particular was getting pissed that he couldn't call his wife. And one wrestler did call his wife, and they were, like, monitoring the call, and they took him to a fucking government building where they were interrogating him, telling him, you can't say things about North Korea that are negative. Yeah, dude, it's a really fucked up episode. The whole thing is just about them going, this was a bad idea. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> My favorite part, though, is a mistake when they're talking about how some of the wrestlers, uh, Scorpios, two Scorp, uh, I can't remember his fucking name, one of the wrestlers, and Ric Flair, and, you know, there's a couple of other guys, they go, and they look out the window when they're on their way to the Mayday Dome, or whatever the fuck it's called, in North Korea, and they're like, damn, people really love us, and the people there are like, no, we have to go, or we'll be shot, and that's when they realize it's finally kicking in, like, oh, man, this is not, yeah, like, it has one of the most highly uh it's one of the biggest attendances for a wrestling event ever but it's also one of the few events that you cannot get a hold of on wwe network peacock they don't sell it you can't find it yeah and then i was like oh yeah i remember it as a kid because it was such a big deal and people wouldn't play it on pay-per-view for obvious reasons (laughs) but watching that they were talking about how rick flair at the end of the day got out of the fucking when they got back into japan because they had to go to Japan and so right. on and so forth. When they got back to Japan, Ric Flair was the first wrestler to get out, get on his knees, bend over, and kiss the ground that he was on. Because <laughs> he was so excited to be away from North Korea. And I was like, dude, that's horrible. But it's not a joke. And I've heard that from people that have come from there. They're like, dude, you don't have access to information. You can't just go into a library and like Google shit there. Right. It doesn't work that way. And things that you want, special privileges, do need to come from higher up people. You imagine how shitty that is? You got to put in a request. Like you can't like to eat a cheeseburger. You have to get no. special recommendations. Especially up, just to be able to eat eat meat of any kind. That's dog, cat, turkey, or otherwise. And there is a lot of famines. Like still, there's still like shortages on food and shit. Yeah. What's crazy is this part. Now I thought this was a joke. So this is how stupid I am. All right. Um, I don't know if you ever saw the movie The Interview. With- yeah. Okay, do you remember when they were talking about how Kim Jong-un or... No, I'm thinking of the wrong person. Well, the dictator, we'll just put it that way. Do you remember the part where they're telling him... They're telling James Franco and Seth Rogen's characters that he does not need a bathroom because he can digest food or he doesn't have right. to. And that he invented the cheeseburger. I thought that was all for the movie. That's real. It's real. Yeah, like I, I watched this and they were like, he created all these fucking false terms about him that he doesn't need a toilet because he's a god. Yeah, and then he invented the cheeseburger. He controls the weather and I was like, and people just like are okay with this? But they don't have a choice. They, <laughs> they, they also, many of them have been brainwashed into believing it. Yeah, that's the thing Because too. they've been brainwashed into believing the same things about his parent, his father, his grandfather. Right, and that's what's kind of going on right now, like with Biden. All like, here's the thing: you can't really call Biden and Kamala Harris dictators because they're not good enough to be them. Right, in my opinion, they're just not that smart. They didn't watch that um, thing on Netflix. Exactly, they just they need to if they want. <laughs> Biden will fall asleep, but they're just dumb. That's the thing. No, Biden would fall asleep. Biden would be so excited the whole time. He'd be like, little person! <laughs> He'd be like, oh, 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 come, little perfect person there. You get him to the White House. Every time he talks, come on, man. But, like, they're not that smart to pull off that kind of move, but that's kind of what's going on is they're brainwashing people into thinking they're it. Right. Because I've seen people that I know are smarter than fucking 
God, the smart, they're probably the smartest people in the world, and they're sitting there posting unity. And it's a picture of Joe and the hoe. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, there's no way you believe this right now. Are you serious? One has an IQ of a child. The other one. The other one's got rug burns on her yes, kneecaps. Yes, I was going to say, there's no way these two are smart. And you know what? As much as I did like Trump, I'll even say he isn't smart enough to be a dictator. Right. There's just no way. I think a lot of the things that people are saying, like, oh, Trump's a di- being a dictator and all this stuff. Oh, like, I think a it- lot of it was like, no, he's just sh- not very smart. No, he wasn't really smart. That's the thing. And a- I think the whole reason people are upset about him was because of the things he said. Not a lot of what he did, what he said. And it's true because even I'll fully admit it wasn't really professional to go on Twitter and make fun of a disabled dude. But I did enjoy it. I thought it was funny. <laughs> like, no, it, it, it's fucking hilarious. But, like, that's also a form of brainwashing in a sense, too, because I'm sitting there defending it. Right. So, you know, people kind of forget that they do fall into that category. They're like, oh, I would never... I would never support the extermination of Jews. I'm like, mm, hey, you would. if you found out that it was a bunch of Jews who were, I'm not, and I'm just, <coughs> if you were led to believe by people you trusted that, that was okay, that Jews were responsible for your family not being able to eat tonight, right? It's you'd fall for it. It's just like the idea now. What I was getting at earlier, and I completely got off the track about it. Uh, liberals or whatever you want, not liberals. I'm sorry leftists they believe conservatives are the reason they can't be happy and married to the same sex right or that's one of the examples which is not at all the fucking truth matter of fact i don't know why we still hear that they won like, <laughs> they got gay marriage they already they got won. A right like you guys won i don't understand why we're still hearing this or the same thing with the trans rights thing i'm like what do you mean you can't... Yo, this man was allowed to pull his balls out in front of a six-year-old girl in a spa. <laughs> right. If you're allowed to get mad at somebody and practically take their life away from them because they misassumed you or whatever, or misgendered you, you won. <gasps> you know what, dude? We're recording this whole thing in front of a place that belongs to two lesbians right now, and I hope they can't hear us. <laughs> There's a lot of heat coming from that window. <laughs> No, I'm not even kidding, dude. My neighbors are lesbians. I know. But I'm like sitting here thinking, I hope they don't hear it. They're the ones with all the flowers, probably, to be honest. Well, they are. I've seen them. (laughs) No, you know what's funny is I immediately thought that, too. So I didn't get to meet them yet, right? Like, I I hadn't met them like Chanel did. Because Chanel, I love my wife, too, but she's really nosy. Like, she watches everything. (laughs) And she knew that they were lesbian before they even came in. And I was like, okay, cool. I had never seen them before. I only saw one of them. As the days went on, I started seeing the plants. And I'm like, hmm. Probably lesbian. <laughs> or an environmentalist of some yeah, sort. Yeah, I have never seen so many potted plants at an apartment building in my entire life. That's the crazy part. I know. I'm like, this must be the benefit of living on this side of the unit because I don't even have a lawn when they get this whole path. <laughs> oh, fuck. I was... I was... I can't believe people aren't looking out their windows complaining about um, it's attracting bees or something so you can't do it. Speaking of bees... Uh, murder hornets. Have you heard that it's getting worse? Some places have figured out how to, like, mediate it, but apparently places like Utah and all that, they're like, ah, it doesn't matter. It's it's far gone now. (laughs) They're here. Like, we just got to deal with it. And the reason I bring that up is because we just talked about bees, and I was like, dude, I saw a video of a murder hornet, and the guy that let it bite him, like, completely passed out. Jesus. Yeah, he was just like, ow. Oh, man, that hurt. And then all of a sudden you just see him dozing off and he goes to sleep. Oh, dude, hold on. One last thing about insects. Since we're looking at the lesbians' nice Oh, my flowers, God. I thought... I misheard... <coughs> my brain misheard you. And they said one more thing about incest. It's like, what? <laughs> one more thing. No. So I learned today for the first time, and I feel proud that I learned this. I learned today for the first time what a uh, pus moss caterpillar is. You ever heard of that? A pus moss caterpillar. Yeah. No, I have not heard of that. Okay, I'm not going to pull it up on my phone, but I'm going to explain to you what I learned. So it's a caterpillar that's like about the size of my thumb, maybe a little bigger. And it looks like a cute little furry animal, dude. Cute as shit. It's furry as hell. You can't touch it, though, because the fur is spines. And the spines, when they touch your skin, they send a shockwave, like a sting that is the equivalent of a bone break. Oh, like, God. Yeah, dude, like they, apparently, these things have killed people before. I was like, what? The reason I learned about it is because somebody posted 
on a group of men. They're like, hey, yo, if you see these cute little things in your yard, don't fucking touch them. <laughs> and I was like, what is that? It looked like a piece of lint. And then I was like, that's a fucking caterpillar. And the video of it, like, crawling. So he puts in the description, my kid touched it. We had to go get tape to get the spines out of his skin. And my son immediately had um, a rash, and he's just been in agonizing pain. And I read about it and how it's the equivalence of a fucking bone fracture or whatever. So I looked it up naturally and I was like, what is this thing? And apparently, yeah, like they're usually in like Florida and places where it's warmer. But yeah, when you touch it, almost immediately it stings you. Did you what is it called? A, a, moth, a pus moss caterpillar or an asp. <laughs> an aspie award? <laughs> an aspie. <laughs> like just look at the images, dude. It looks like a ball lit. Looks like like a cute little cuddly. Oh my animal. God, stings Tampa toddler. Yeah, I gotta find out if there's a guy on on YouTube who just gets sting stung by everything. One, that's one of. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, gotta, I remember what that was. <laughs> it's like Wilderness Explored or something like that. Well, I had never heard of him before in my life, and I'm gonna be honest, I didn't know there was such thing as poisonous caterpillars. That's, yeah, the, that's how dumb I am. Those caterpillars does seem crazy. Right. I was like, there's no way. And then that same guy had people commenting on his page, and they were like, oh, dude, I've had my run-in with these. I've had one crawl across my fucking foot. Because you don't see them. They're, they're caterpillars. It's not like you right. actually look for them. But they look cute. They look like, yeah, little balls of fur. And I was like, damn, those look all like... It almost looks like you could literally run your finger across, and it's like putting your finger through a slice of heaven. Here we go. Brave Wilderness is what the channel's called. I know this is not political, but I had to bring this up. So I was like, dude, this is the weirdest shit I've uh, seen. Brave Wilderness, it's called a pus caterpillar. Yeah. Yeah, he has. Oh, God, dude. These things are fucking... It's been, I was reading up on it. Yeah, that's apparently it can really, really hurt. Depends on who you are, of course. Hey, if you live in Denver... No one cares about Wheat Ridge special offers and new patient <laughs> consultation. We might need a doctor. I'm Coyote Peterson. How do you guys think I would look? Mustache. Oh my god. That's it. <laughs> Dude, I can't wait to see what happens. Puss. Oh, I've been saying it wrong. Don't look like puss anything I've ever seen. Oh, that's the hairiest pussy I've ever seen. Your hand is on fire. Actually, Grandma's blowing up your phone. Oh god, he's gonna do it. I'm sure you guys are thinking, oh, come on, Coyote, just touch it. Just touch it, he says. My hand will feel like it is on fire. Yeah. Fuzzy little caterpillar to show us his underside. Check this out. Watch this. Look at that. Damn. I just wanted to get him off the leaf. Now watch. Look at that. Can you see his underside? Oh, God. Oh, God. Looks like a tremor, doesn't it? I didn't even see that. So Looks like a tremor. And a blonde mustache. Come on, bro. I'm touch Harry it. Peterson. If you are ever stung, the best first aid is cold ice pack applied to the location of the oh, He doesn't get stung by it. How gay. Oh, dude. I bet you can find people that have recorded videos of getting stung by it. Yeah, these guys... As you can see... These guys... This guy gets bit by, like, all kinds of crazy things. We've caught this caterpillar right in the middle of dinner. And... A puss caterpillar sting. Or puss. I've been saying it wrong. I was stung by ASP, the furry puss caterpillar. Yeah, dude. Those fucking things are... We're lo- ladies and gentlemen, we are definitely looking this up. We need oh, to find dude, out. I want to see. Yeah, I want to know. So many people want us right now. It's absolutely crazy. Hold on one second. So it's harmless and fuzzy and cute. Let's see. You if you touch them, their hairs are full of venom, and it hurts real bad. <laughs> it hurts. The sting. This part. My arm hurts. Okay, try this one. Ash, we gotta go to the hospital. Yeah, let's go right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's go. I gotta go. He called his girlfriend. It's outside. hurting even worse. Okay. All right, folks. I just got stung with the. I feel something. Body. Get sting. Yeah, oh. I'm talking to you. Just. In pain. God. I want to see someone actively get hurt. <laughs> yeah, it is. Everybody's acting like it's like, oh, not too that bad. Look, yeah, so I don't know. Maybe there's no one brave enough. Yeah. Well, no, I was looking it up, and yeah, it says that 
immediately you, you start getting a rash and it feels like burning it's burning hot and it's the equivalent of what a bone breaking feels like and i'm like i've never had a bone broke before but Uh oh. He was making a fire. Mark on his wrist. When are you coming home? Because I'm pretty sure. Guess what? It was an asp. Have you guys ever heard of an asp? An asp. They apparently are the most toxic and poisonous caterpillars in North America. I decided a, s a slug, a caterpillar. As you can see, we have luck. Right, Air Cantry. One of the things that I love. It just fell Probably on these her. These slogs don't give a crap about them. But guess what? Oh, wow. Camera just brushed against this. The asp thing. He's petting the ginger. He's Ooh. so sweet. They love it. So in other words, oh no one got the balls to get stung by no. one. But it's painful, yeah. And so that guy posted a thing on fucking facebook and he was like if you guys see these things don't touch it it was in his potted plant and i was like what's that cute little furry devil that's literally what it is oh here we go again <coughs> oh, oh fuck but that's a loud baby <laughs> it is dude She's a cute baby <laughs> um but to close out the communist talk people what are you gay <laughs> you're gay <laughs> I just want to be able to say the F-A-G word without getting in trouble. <laughs> and how shitty that stuff. <laughs> no, like, I say it, but, like, I want to say it without having to sit there worried about who the fuck gets all mad. Because nobody really cares if you say fuck. Okay, it's okay to call a straight person a faggot. It's just, no, it is. It's not it's okay not... to call a gay person a faggot. Well, unless they're being one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I had a gay friend that broke this down for me. I was like, why is faggot so offensive? And he was like... Well, it shouldn't be a lesser, like, he was like, you wouldn't call someone that unless they're being one, right? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, well, same with a gay person. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, what do you call someone that gets on your nerves? And I was like, faggot? And he's like, what do you call a gay person that's getting on your nerves? And I was like, he's like, yeah, gay faggot. And I was like, <laughs> Jesus. Okay, thanks. Appreciate it, Bon Jovi. Mm, Fuck yeah, thanks for the peach ring. <laughs> These are fucking delicious. Sir, can we talk about how... There are few things worse than artificial fruit flavorings. Yeah. Like artificial grape flavoring. Anything. Grape Kool-Aid, grape soda. I don't, like, I don't like watermelon anything either. I don't like watermelon cigars. I don't like watermelon candy. I like watermelon. I just don't like watermelon. Like watermelon. artificial. Yeah. See, grape, I don't mind. It depends what it is. I don't like grape Kool-Aid. I don't like grape suckers. I don't like grape Jolly Ranchers. I don't like grape popsicles. I do like grape crystal light flavor though. It's speaking like of grape, diet. speaking of grape and watermelon flavoring, Walmart fried chicken is really bad. Yeah, um, I was talking about that earlier, and I started thinking about it. I was like, I'm so glad I didn't buy any of it, <laughs> dude. Just like burnt ass, dude. Like, well, this one time, somebody uh, who was it? it was a family member that was like trying to help us out because we were struggling. Uh, yeah, my hours got cut because of some political crap at work. And, like, I didn't have money to pay for certain stuff. And we didn't have food stamps or anything like that. So a family member was like, well, we're going to buy you guys chicken, but we're going to get the fried chicken. Because it's easy to get the family bundle. I grew up eating, like, King Super's chicken, which is, like, the best chicken you can get from a store. Right. They went and got Walmart chicken. Oh, no. Right. I didn't know there was a difference until I took a bite out of it. Dude, it was burnt. Like, it was rubbery and shit. It was so disgusting. And the chicken just wasn't fully cooked in the middle. But then on the outside, it was so tough and so hard that when you pulled it, you had to, like, pull it like beef jerky. Oh, no. I was so upset. That's what happens when you live in a communist country. Now, <laughs> <laughs> all your chicken's tough as hell. Did you know that in some of these countries, they don't necessarily use beef for hamburgers and stuff like that it's like literally <laughs> what did you not like that <laughs> I bought it like three days ago so I... <laughs> oh my god I, I thought beef jerky was a survival food <laughs> I thought it was supposed to survive I thought I grossed you out when I was about to say dog and cat cause you were like 
It's beef jerky. I thought it was supposed to be good forever, but apparently it tastes like freaking He's like, I bought it three days trip. ago. <laughs> well, yeah, did you leave it open? Or did you seal it? It's been, like, Ziploc sealed. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> that fucking look you made. <laughs> well, it was wrong with it. It's just, like, completely dried out. No, it tastes like... Like, if you were licked the <laughs> underside of a dead cow. Oh, God. I've tasted deer ankles. <laughs> deer ankles. <laughs> Who likes fucking McNuggets? That shit tastes like deer ankles. I heard one the other day that made me laugh, too. I think I might have said this before. Who likes sparkling water? That shit tastes like TV static. <laughs> Dude, I got uh, my two buddies at Wi-Fi. Love, like, seltzer water. Like, they get, like, the lemon-lime yeah. seltzer water. Yeah, I was going to say, it kind of depends what it is. It tastes like someone put a vat of water and then, like, dropped an Alka-Seltzer in there. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then waved a lime over top of the vat of water. Yeah. Like, I almost taste the lime. I don't like it because it's pretty much carbonated water. That's essentially all it is. I like carbonation, but it has to have some sort of flavor to it, too. You can't, like, drink water and it's carbonated. I think it tastes worse than regular water. You can't chug carbonated water. No, yeah, that's you can get You can get a bottle of water out the way, just quickly chug it. Right, but if it's carbonated, like, you have to suffer through it. Like You're, like, drinking it really fast, like, <coughs> spicy! <laughs> oh, vid is still in there. Um, <laughs> it's like, a, I saw this meme, and there's so much truth to it. It said, uh, dude's trying to convince you that their IPA don't taste like shit. And he's, and he's just, like, like dying as he's drinking it. And you know what? There's truth to that, dude. Since I quit drinking, I realized when I was, like, really into beer, every time I drank an IPA, I felt really shitty. <laughs> <laughs> it just tastes worse than regular piss water. But, it, no, there's truth to that. Well, artificial orange flavoring is also disgusting. No, it is. Um, why are you? Oh, yeah, you explained this. I was like, why'd you get an orange one? So Man, I love that electrolyte shit. I love it. The um, fruit punch. I like the grape one. I don't know why. They're not the grape. The, the clear one. The, uh, oh, the like Arctic cherry Arctic, or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, it's cherry blast or some shit. <laughs> yeah, it's the, the clear one. Looks like lemonade. That one's not bad. Those are pricey though. They're like three, four bucks. Yeah, two ninety nine. But I got them. On <laughs> sale. They were on sale for two for four. See, that's how you do it. Did you go to King Supers? Oh, you know what? Since, uh, before we close this up, I wanted to talk about that. So, um, one of my favorite podcasters, a guy by the name of Robert O'Neill, I talked about him a couple times. We were talking back and forth, and he commented on something about the podcast. He was like, I can't wait to listen to the King Supers episode. It's my favorite story. And I was like, what? No, don't listen to the King Supers yeah, episode. No, no. <laughs> I started freaking out. I was like, fuck. We're talking about salmon um, hot dogs. Well... It's like completely us just bullshitting the whole thing, which that's most of what we do even on the political ones. But here's the thing. I had an epiphany today when I thought about it because there were times where I was like, people were like, hey, I'm going to listen to your podcast. And I was like, no, don't. It's not that good. But then I realized something. I actually like what we do because we went into this with one plan, make it completely organic. Right. I like that we don't have a plan. I was explaining that to somebody. They're like, what's your podcast about? What makes it stand out in comparison to others? And I was like, well, I'm not one to brag, but... I think ours is good because it's not scripted and we don't actually make a plan. Sometimes we do just to keep things steady, but literally this is free form. Yeah, exactly. We just go into it and start talking like, hey man, did you hear about that communist piece of shit? <laughs> <laughs> and then we just bring them all from there. Damn commie bastard. But that's what I like about it. So then I thought about it. I was like, you know what? If one of the guys I idolize a lot would listen to this, then I'm like, fuck yeah. Because I, I love that dude. He's fucking awesome. I love his show that he was on. He's got another one. I'll have to watch it later. And if you're listening to this, I really hope you consider being on this with me. <laughs> He's probably like, absolutely no, not. No, hell no. Y'all <laughs> just made a, an or you just made a grape drink and fried chicken joke. <laughs> dude, artificial flavor. You know what else is pretty gross artificially? Besides these, the peach anything, dude, is disgusting. No, I hate peach anything. <laughs> dude, I like those. Like, I don't know why I like those more than the regular green apple ones. I think the green apple ones suck, but like, I don't, I just don't like peach fucking, the only peach I'll like is the crystal light again, because crystal light to me, anything is good, unless it's lemonade. 
call me an asshole, dude. I hate lemonade. I fucking hate lemonade. Oh, I'm so pissed. Park the truck, okay? Park the food truck at a farmer's market. <laughs> That's where you get the good stuff, though. Park next to this drink stand. No idea what this drink is. Dude goes, hey, I'll give you a thing of, of something. I'll give you a glass jug of something right. for a euro. I was like, okay. Gave his euro. He's like, what do you want? I was like, what do you have? Because so I got like lemonade and I got this, this. I was like, okay, you just give me a lemonade. I'm so pumped. You get a cool lemonade. It's like 110 degrees inside the truck. Yeah. Pop the lemonade. Chug half a quarter of the bottle. It's kombucha lemonade. <laughs> That's so fucked up. I go, ah, no. I jump out of the back of the truck and I'm throwing up. I'm back of the truck. That's just so gross. <laughs> he should have at least said something. Yeah. That's fucked up. Like, is it the county fair flavor? <laughs> is it the one from the store? <laughs> like, dude just, goes, he goes, what's the matter? You don't like it? I was like, dude, my body just doesn't like things that are rotten. Because <laughs> it's it's rotten juice. Isn't isn't there one uh, that's meant to be a cleanser? So like it is a lemonade, but it's that it has some sort of shit in it. That no, literally, it's a fucking cleanser. You know what I'm talking about, right? It's so disgusting. I tried it one time because it said lemonade on it, and I was like, "Oh, lemonade!" It has a fucking lemon on it, and I was like, "That sounds good." And I drank it, and then I was reading it because it was so bitter, and I was like, "Fuck is this for?" <laughs> it's an anal cleanser. <laughs> ah, ice cream. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "What the hell is this?" And the guy's like, "Oh, bro, that's good for the stomach," and I was like, "God, dude, no, it ain't." It tastes like shit, dude. Did I tell you? Um, did I tell you the time I went to the Dollar Tree and they had I- lemonade and tea mixes? But it was an operate, so it wasn't Arnold Palmer. They called it, they called it an Alni Palmy. Ryan, I said, what's an Alni Palmy? Like half lemonade, half sweet tea. I said, you mean an Alnard Palmer? Alni Palmy. Dude, they did that with... Okay, so you know how, like, a Crush is, like, the grossest fucking drink, in my opinion? Not orange, but, like, the grape one. Yeah. And, yeah, so... Orange Crush is good. Everything else trash. <laughs> they were selling them in the singles packs at King Supers, right? Well, they sell them everywhere now, and I was like, I wonder if they saw them at the Dollar Tree because Olivia likes them. So I literally go to the Dollar Tree for this. They don't really have it, but it's Rush. Yeah, it's Rush Power Punch, and it's great. It's like the have you given off. Have you given Olivia Tang? No, because I love her. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, but I've thought about making her suffer because I've had to drink it, dude. Like, dude. Tang is the it's the lowest of the low. It's when you can't afford ghetto food. But Tang, Tang is a, you have to have Tang once in your life because it it just gives you that special feeling in the back of your nose. Yeah. That makes it feel like, oh, I'm an astronaut. I'm an astronaut. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the original Tang commercial with the fucking orangutan. Orang tank, yeah. Just floating around. I was like, I don't want that shit in my orange juice. <laughs> you, my you, you've heard the story of the orangutan oh. that used to be the um, that used to be the Tang um, mascot? No, what happened? He was in transportation. He found out how to open the door. Oh, of fuck. the truck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> he opened, apparently he opened the door of his transport and leaped going a hundred and something miles an hour. <laughs> Some kills Bobby. I want tag. And she's like, Jesus. <laughs> and so, Freddie hurled it out and got just absolutely pulverized oh, by a semi truck. That's not cool. <laughs> no wonder he's not around anymore. They were like, no, never mind. <laughs> like, the mascot for Taco Bell, the dog. Did you hear that story? No. He was kidnapped. <laughs> like, dude, some dudes actually took the real dog that they used to film, and they were, like, asking for ransom money. <laughs> These guys, and so the guys that talking about, like, you stupid. All chihuahuas look the same. We're just yeah. get a new chihuahua. Oh, they just gave up. They were like, nah. <laughs> you guys can have it. Do you hear this shit? There's, a, there's a, a freaking drone. That's a drone. Flying above our heads. Obama found <laughs> us! Obama, Obama sucked. <laughs> Somebody's flying their fucking drone outside. I hope you can hear this on the podcast. Just so you guys know, this is how bad we're fucking killing. <laughs> the government's spying on us. <laughs> no, but, um, yeah, so, apparently, 
there's a there's a whole documentary on how the Tang. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, it's like sad music and the driver's like, well, I was just driving down the road. We were going a little bit faster than we should have been. And I wasn't paying attention. And all I heard he was the, the fucking tank product. <laughs> and yet all I hear is the back door open. I hear... <laughs> and all of a sudden, <laughs> fucking dude just ran into it. And apparently it goes... And, the, and it goes to the next guy and he's like, yeah... Um, the the orangutan was able to get out and he he fell on the interstate. But before he could hit the pavement, a semi truck behind us <laughs> slammed into the. And he goes, and remember, and they had a scientist who was like, remember, orangutans are like ninety five percent muscle. So yeah. he was traveling so fast that he punched a hole through the radiator of the God truck. Damn, dude, he probably yeah he probably did some damage on that shit. And apparently the truck was totaled. Fuck, man, that, I haven't seen that. Orangutan like that commercial in forever. I think I was like seven when that, I first saw it because like, I murdered it. Like. So when so one guy was laughing, he was like, "Yo, that orangutan was a murder. That orangutan committed suicide. He was tired. <laughs> that orangutan could not take the life of cocaine and hoes anymore." Well, yeah, dude. Just think about it. You got famous off of being the spokesperson for mm. some shitty Kool Aid. Like <laughs> Tang actually used to be a very popular product, but now it does have the the reputation of Section 8 Kool-Aid. That's what it is. Like, I'm not trying to talk shit about Section 8 people, but it's Section 8 Kool-Aid. Like, because Kool-Aid is very pricey. Even, um, there's knockoff brands of Kool-Aid now, like Fruit Punch Mix, or, you know, I've seen them all. And they're everywhere. Like, one of my favorite knockoff soda beverages, like, Line, is Fago. And no, not because I used to listen to ICP. It was because, like, we had Fago at stores where I lived. Yeah, see, the Tang is now a bunch of oranges. It's not the... It's not like the variety mix like they used to have. Tang. Orang. Orangutan. Let's pull this story up. That monkey committed suicide. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Brings back memories. Yeah, freaking... Thing just flying all over. Ah! <laughs> all of a sudden, eh. I could not believe. <laughs> you watched the whole documentary. <laughs> it was like forty-five minutes of how this orangutan died. But I was, I was just so enthralled. That Dude, it sounds interesting. Like I'd watch because, it because I wasn't enthralled. Like, oh, the orangutan died. I was like, they really sat down and made a forty-five minute yeah, documentary about, about the death of a random orangutan. <laughs> and apparently, at this point, at this time, like orangutans are like extremely um right endangered so they like what the fuck? so like the orangutan died and it was like only one of like a couple thousand male orangutans uh, on the entire planet that makes sense and he was insured for like six million dollars jesus so there's like a whole conspiracy theory that someone pushed the orangutan out the car to oh, get to the get six the million dollars yeah. insurance money there's only <laughs> what a fucked up movie that would take. <laughs> that's an M. Night Shyamalan movie <laughs> Oh, that's like, damn, that's fucking crazy. Dude, isn't it illegal to fly a drone? That's all I'm thinking about right now. No, the, no it's not illegal. It just, um, just depends on where your airspace is and how high you fly it. Oh, because I remember for a time there, it was like highly... You couldn't... If you flew a drone, you can get in like some serious fucking trouble. Because that was what? Like a military thing before it was like, made public? Like if you fly a drone like high enough, you enter like restricted airspace and you can go to jail. No fucking way, really? Yeah. Dude, let's do it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> let's figure it out. What are they going to do? How do you prove that the... <coughs> how do you prove the thing was high enough? I'd just be like, I didn't fly it that I high. I didn't fly the high, yeah. <laughs> well, like, how would they know, too? That's the crazy part. Are they able to trace back where it's coming from? I, I, I think there's a story of some dude in Ohio right. who was flying a drone really high and... And um, it got sucked into the engine of a jetliner. And he fucking murdered and, like, some people, basically. <laughs> and the jetliner was able to make a like make a landing, so no one died. But it almost killed like 180 Damn, people. So they were like, "Yeah, no more of that." So the uh, people were like, "Yay, yeah, we probably should not have drones up in the same place right. where we have airliners." Well, like now, people they sell them now with cameras on them and shit. And I thought that was like you couldn't do that, but. You Yo, can buy them. They have cameras on them. Could you imagine being one of those pervy little 12-year-olds Yeah, like, nowadays? what are you trying to look at? Like, your fucking neighbor? <laughs> I mean, if my neighbor was hot and I was a little kid, yeah, probably, like, <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden you see her with her dog and you're like, oh, oh no. Oh, God. <laughs> this is not what I wanted to see. Right. Like, you know, like, oh, I unlocked a new kink today. 
I just thought, yeah, I thought for some reason I thought it was highly illegal. Well, do you remember uh, when Napster was around that they found out people were downloading illegal music so they busted into their doors and shit? I wonder if that's how that works with drones, though. Like, they <laughs> catch you, so, like, they see a flight in the air, and then they immediately send some dudes come parachuting down to your house. <laughs> like, ah! <laughs> Clubbing you. I'm sorry. You messed with things, hey, bitch. Well, dude, like, yeah, when I was a kid, there was that story. I, it wasn't the guy that founded Napster. It, it happened to him, yeah, but there was a separate story about a dude that was downloading, like, a thousand songs a day, which was, like, obviously noticeable to the government. And he was doing it off Napster, and the FBI fucking kicked his door in, dude, his college dorm. And he didn't realize how serious it was till they pulled up and arrested his ass. Could you imagine? Like, even today, it's still, like, there's a lot of illegal downloads, but I don't think it's as bad today with music. I think it is with movies. It's, like, a lot worse with movies. Right. But maybe not because of streaming services now. Um, I'm just waiting for when you buy a drone for there to be a little DVD inside. You stick it in like you wouldn't rob a car. <laughs> <laughs> right, that stupid fucking commercial, dude. You wouldn't steal from your neighbor. Fucking music. Oh, fuck it. Um, fuck, you want to close it? I think. Yeah, I think that was pretty good. Mostly about how to become a dictator podcast. Um, <laughs> thanks, also guys. about murdering orangutans yeah, for the insurance money. We should name this fucking episode How to Murder a Reagan <laughs> <laughs> Done. The fuck? <laughs> Can we get in trouble for that? No, probably not. Dude, we should probably name it that. Free the most speech, <laughs> mate. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> thanks, guys, for listening. Check out the Great Girth Podcast page. We're going to have an awesome video uploaded. By the time you hear this, it'll probably already be up there. But check that out. Check us out on Twitter, Instagram. Also, don't forget to check out the Great Girth Podcast Dot com, as well as the Grave Ship Podcast with Tony Trujillo, Woo-hoo. as well as the Red Rifts, Austin Buddy. When, what time is your show on? Four o'clock on Saturdays. Oh, it's on Saturdays. Okay, four o'clock on Saturdays. Red Rift, I'm definitely going to have to check out the newest one you just spoke of. That is technically tomorrow. Otherwise, thanks guys for listening again. We will see you on Monday. Austin Buddy, it's been a pleasure. We'll see you on Monday. Adios.